tonight, turning to Genesis chapter 7. All right. Very glad to see each of you here tonight. We want to take a good look in the book. Amen. Thank God. All right. God is a wonderful God and a great God and a mighty God and a holy God. He's right here. Okay? Keep your faith in him. Trust in him. Believe him. And all shall be well. All right. Genesis chapter 7. And Brother Thomas will read verse 23 for us. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things and the fowls of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. All right, and now one more. If you'd look at First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 14. All right, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and Brother Thomas will be reading verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Simply want to preach for a little bit here on I am with him. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Amen. It was uh, obviously a, a very trying time, uh, a very amazing time, because God told Noah to build an ark. And, of course, the Bible tells us in that beautiful looking back and giving it to us that Noah moved with fear. He feared God. He respected God. He, he gave, paid attention and, and moved, the Bible teaches, moved with fear, moved with respect. And he prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Amen. It wasn't just about himself. It was about his whole household and, and about others, of course, that could be reached from there. He was a preacher of righteousness. The Bible teaches that also of Noah. And he was trying to put righteousness out there, put the right thing to a world that was filled with violence and their every imagination was only evil. Somehow or another, that spirit of the enemy infiltrated uh, the earth and, and minds of hearts of men and women, boys and girls, until they, they were always about something bad, something unrighteous something against God and against his wishes, his word, his teachings. And, uh, but God told Noah, he said, you build that ark. Told him exactly how to build it. Gave him all the dimensions. God's an exact God. And we live in a time where people, you know, they, they want to pick apart and fuss and argue about what the scriptures say. And uh, there have been people that say, God don't care about that. Well, you better be sure. You better find the chapter and verse. And, uh, you know, 
there you just might find out that God cares a whole lot about some things. And uh, you want to be respectful of that. You want to fear the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. And uh, so Noah is getting with it. He's building the ark the way God said to build it. That could remind you of, of later on how that Moses was with God in the mountain and how that God told him that you see that you make things just according to the pattern that I showed you. God is interested in this pattern that he sets out, whatever it is he's dealing with and talking about. And uh, it's the same thing in the church today, the church that Jesus gave birth to, the only church that Jesus gave birth to, as recorded in Acts chapter 1 and 2. And what a great outpouring of his spirit it was, as was mentioned tonight, and that people were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, people that wanted him, people that obeyed him, people that listened to him, and people that acted on his word. That's believing. They acted on his word. And they went to that church house, and they began to worship, and they began to praise, and they were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And oh, my friend, it was plain, plainly stated when 17-plus nations of a lost and dying world piped up and made the declaration, asked, asked the question, rather, and that was, what shall we do? What shall we do? Uh, we've certainly done it wrong. You've convinced us of that. And, uh, of course, this is where the Lord spoke through Peter, gave him the words. So the Lord spoke through Peter, and then the Lord spoke through Peter. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And uh, he told them, the next step, what you need to do is to repent and to be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, for the full pardon of all of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And it, it didn't stop there, of course, later on, the teaching to the church, to those that obeyed, to those that came into the body of Christ and were sticking with it, staying with it, and they were taught how to stay saved, how to be renewed. And it wasn't, it, you read the Bible, it wasn't a long time, man. It was, it was service after service. They were gathering together, and, and they were getting more and more of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God in their lives, encouraging them, giving them great confidence to go forth and do the work of God. The word boldness is used, or confidence, to go forth and continue to do that great work of God against all kinds of opposition from all kinds of people who had all kinds of things to say, yada, 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 yada. But, you know, God, like in Daniel's time, he knows how to shut the mouths of the lions, doesn't he? Amen. God steps right up and does what needs to be done through a faithful, believing church. Amen and amen and amen. Thank God and thank God. Amen. God's not dead, church family. He's very much alive. Amen. And amen. The dead are, are the ones that fall out and drift off somewhere and, you know, acting all smart aleck and whatever they're doing. And that's a shame and a sad thing that they get taken by spirits. And we don't want that. But I'm trying to tell you, be seated. God bless you. I'm trying to tell you that, uh, that Noah, in his day, fighting the opposition and all of the... Uh, tribulation of it, the hard time and the adversity and the things that the criticisms, the critics that were constantly having something negative to say. But Noah, 
inspired of the holy God of heaven and earth, went forth and built that ark. He got his family involved. Man, it's a good thing they got involved because when that gangplank was built, that door was open, that gangplank was built, and they, they went right up there and they, on all the animals that were chosen, and they got in the ark, and everybody had their appointed place in that ark. How marvelous it was when everything was shut by God and said, this is it, it is now over. And uh, my goodness, what took place when, the, when something began to happen that nobody had ever seen before. Nobody had ever experienced it before. That, there was, that God said, I'm going to do this. Amen. And, and friend, I want you to know when God gets ready to do a thing, you better fasten your seatbelt. Because God doesn't play around and God doesn't make mistakes. He's a, he's a real God and a great God and a mighty God. And I'm so glad for him when he comes to the rescue of his church. I'm so glad when he sends forth his angels and his power and his glory and he opens doors and takes care of business and things get done. No matter who's opposing, no matter who's coming against, no matter who's being contrary and who's lost their mind, so to speak, I want you to know it's a great thing when our God just absolutely raises that banner and waves that flag and says, I'm coming. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a great thing when Noah looked around for them that were with him. And that's what we read in the seventh chapter of Genesis. And they that were with Noah, they that were with him, those that stuck, those that hung in, those that cleaved, and that's in your Bible, a Bible word. And friend, they, they, there was no prying them away. And, and weren't they glad they listened to Noah? Weren't they glad that they uh, had a hearing ear, if you please, and a seeing eye? And they were going to do what was said, and they were going to do it exact. And, uh, you know, if anybody fudged around and, and didn't do something right uh, on building that ark, that, that, that'd make for a lot of trouble when the fountains of the deep were broken up and when the clouds came and the storm and the thunder and the lightning and the, and the rain began to fall in sheets. Oh, man, it's something they'd never seen before. The earth was always watered from a mist. I guess God had the first irrigation system, and I don't doubt that at all. Man. But now God has brought something that he said this is going to take care of business. Because we've got, some, we've got some troublemakers out there. We've got some people that just won't do things right. And uh, we're going to have to take care of business. But he said, no, I'm giving you the escape plan. I'm showing you what to do. Don't you know that Jesus said that in the days of his earthly ministry? Asked people, how were they going to escape the damnation of hell and the hell fire? How, how is that going to happen? How are you going to escape it? Because he said, I'm the door. And you're fighting me. You're rejecting me. You're giving me a hard time and my people. And, and if you do that, he says, I'm asking you, how, how are you going to escape? How are you going to escape? Well, how did those folks escape when the waters went so high that the tops of the mountains, now you know Mount Everest, I understand, is, is the highest and tallest mountain in the earth. And, and that, that mountain is over six miles high. And think about how high the waters went then. Okay. Think about that now. And it took a long time for those waters when God decided to cause them to recede and to abate. And it took a long time for those waters to go down. God 
uh, had Noah to send out a raven. Nothing happened. Has him send out a dove. Dove flies around, flies around, comes back. And Noah, the Bible said, he took that dove in his hands and put it back into the ark of safety. Took care of that, that, that dove. And then a few more, we, uh, maybe a week went by. Okay, we'll send the dove out again. And then the dove comes back with a, uh, a leaf in its, hand, in its beak, a little twig. And Noah knew that the waters had begun to abate and got down to the, to the place where the land was showing again. Better realize that God means business. He really means business. And I, I'm very happy. I want to be on his side. I want to work with him. I want to listen to his word. I want to submit myself to his word. I want to obey his word. And I've got, that's a job for us, all of us, each and every day, you know, because the forces of hell are going to fight you. The forces of hell are going to come against you. They're going to try to discourage you. They're going to try through all kinds of tricks to get you to go in different directions and act different ways that are not correct and not in, in, in sync and harmony with God. But listen, when Noah looked around and he saw those that were with him, and then we read now, and, and remember now, there's no standing on your tiptoes. That waters was up higher than the highest mountain, about, about uh, probably a good three and a half feet higher than the highest mountain. And people were destroyed. The animals were destroyed. Everything was wiped out. Everything was gone. And God said, we're going to start a new thing. We're going to give a fresh thing because God's heart was hurting over what mankind had done. You know, people sometimes have so much to say. And they don't realize how the heart of God and the heart of leadership hurt over situations and that take place. You stick with God. You stick with the church. You stay with it. That was good when Noah looked around and saw them that were with him. That meant a lot to Noah, the preacher of righteousness. And then the time comes now. We're in the New Testament. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And now when we're in that time and we're seeing what's going on all around us and we're well aware of it, uh, you know, you're not stupid, church family. You keep your discernment running sharp and you be sharp. You don't be dull. You be sharp. And you make sure that you call a spade a spade and a wheelbarrow a wheelbarrow and don't try to fudge and, and change things uh, from what they really are. You've got to face it and it don't matter who it is. You've got to face what it is and who it is and stand up for what's right. Be an example. Be a light that shines. Somebody said, coming to the light. Yes, sir. You want to be that light, that great light. Forget that part of the song that said, this little light of mine. Ain't no little light. It's a great big light. It's a great big light that God has given to us individually and collectively. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Amen and amen. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Oh, God is a great God. Give him another big hand. Come on. Amen. 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 So you come to that New Testament. You come to that New Testament time, and you read here where the apostle is inspired to tell the congregation, the body of Christ, and that be us. Everybody said amen. Everybody said, I know that's right. I like that phrase. Yes, I know that's right. You better believe it. We are the body of Christ because we are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And by God's grace and love and mercy, we're here and we're faithful to him in, in every way that we're supposed to be faithful. And every day we're dying to our flesh and we're overcoming. And the Bible said about this first resurrection 
when Jesus Christ is going to return for his church. Now, listen, God didn't forget Noah in his day. The Bible said God remembered Noah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And those that were with Noah, whoo, oh, yeah. Well, don't you understand the Spirit is not going to forget. He's going to return in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. And the Bible said, and them that were with this, them that were with this church, with this body of Christ. Listen, the Bible said there were some foolish people, and they didn't get the Holy Ghost, or they didn't keep something working in their lives properly. And consequently, they, they found themselves on the outside. They found themselves with a locked door, just like in Noah's day. Don't you understand? They came and they said, oh, let us have the oil. And, and the Bible said, no, no, no. No, no, you can't have what we got now. No, no, it's, it's, I'm afraid the door is shut, and we're going, and we're out of here. We're on the launching pad, and there, all the flip, switches have been flipped, and everything is shaking and quaking, and we're going out of here. And it's going to be a glorious thing, church man. I mean, it's going to happen at the last trump, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, that the Lord God is coming back for them that are His. We are His. Amen. And He is ours. And we're going to be with Him. We're going to be with Him. We're going to be caught up. Oh, yes. When that voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Woo. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. And those that are alive and faithful and remaining and working for Him. And with him, they're going to be. Them that are with him. Them that are with him. Oh, Jesus isn't coming back for just anybody. <laughs> He's coming back for them that are his. Everybody said amen. amen. Give God another big hand. Amen. 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 So we are his and he is ours. And you keep that alive and real in your heart every day. All right, everybody said praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. Let's come and gather around. We want to have a little prayer and uh, talk to our God tonight before we depart from the house of the holy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
Thank you.